Welcome to Monday Morning Moments. I'm Mike Van Hooser. Today, we're going to talk about the fifth key to building a championship mindset. And I hope you've enjoyed this series. We've talked about four other keys, and you can find those in the other podcasts. This fifth key is really important, and it's the most practical one of all the other four keys that we've talked about in building that championship mindset in sports, but also in business and life. It's really an application of the other four, and it's what people want to get to a lot of times. They want to get to it first, but I think the other four lay a foundation for that long-term behavioral change that we're all searching and the growth mindset that we want that's going to stick and not just going to last for a second. But then we get back to uh, submitting to fears and anxiety and all the other things that can distract us from achieving our best performance. And the fifth key to building a championship mindset is improve your recovery time. Improve your recovery time. And I explain this usually in the first session in coaching an athlete and also when we're talking to teams and coaches. And we first have to define, well, what is recovery time? And we define it this way. Recovery time is how long does it take you to get from a moment you didn't expect to have happen into the next moment? It's that next play mentality. It's being present. Uh, a lot of times we get distracted by the previous moment. And a lot of times those are bad moments that distract us and keep us from being fully present in this moment to performing at our best. And we have to make sure that we can build that recovery time. We didn't expect this moment to happen. It could be a referee's call. It could be the weather. It could be uh, what the other team is doing, the fans, but we can't get distracted by that. And we have to build and work on improving our recovery time to recover from that moment to be present in the next moment. I've seen this a lot with my golfers where they're thinking about a bad shot that goes into the trees and they're still thinking about that shot and they're on to the next two or three shots or two or three holes and it's keeping them from improving that recovery time and performing at their best. And it tends to drag them down into what we call a negative spiral. And what we're trying to do is break that spiral. So improving your recovery time is really important. And it all centers on trying to focus on being present. What can get in the way of our recovery time and distracting us from being present? We have a model called the five forces model. And this is what we see based on research and based on experience and working with athletes and business leaders and people in all walks of life. And those five forces are fear, pressure, doubt, lack of confidence, and negative thoughts. Fear, pressure, doubt, lack of confidence, and negative thoughts. And you can see how some of these relate to each other and actually lead into each other. You might have a negative thought that then leads to doubt, which leads to a lack of confidence, and then ultimately leads to fear. A lot of times I'll ask my athletes, you know, I'll explain those five forces, and I'll ask them, do you struggle with any of those? And their eyes get really big, and it's like some of them say, well, I struggle with all five of those. And then I'll have some athletes that I work with and they'll say, well, I don't struggle with fear or pressure, but sometimes I have a negative thought that just jumps in my mind and I'm a positive person, but I don't know what to do with that negative thought. And in the heat of competition, I react to that and it tends to drag me down into a, a spiral, a negative spiral of not performing at my best. 
And so what we're trying to do is work with our athletes to improve our recovery time. And as you listen to this podcast, it's a process, but it's something that we definitely can do. And I want to give you two keys to actually improving your recovery time. And it's what we use with our athletes. The first one is respond, not react. And all of these are going to be ours. So in the keys, and it's going to be a this versus that. So it's easy to remember. So respond versus react. When we get into a negative spiral and we go downwards in our performance and we're not present and we're thinking about, you know, the previous moment that happened, we tend to react and we're reacting when we get in that negative spiral. And reaction is giving into emotions and it's reacting to something that we didn't expect to have happen and we're shocked by that. And then we react and usually in a negative way, we either react in a negative way or we can retreat as well. And that's another thing that we don't start to give our best because we're retreating from a possible uh, uh, negative circumstance that will actually happen again or a negative reaction that may we're fearful of in the future. And so we have to work on responding and responding is a much better word in improving our recovery time because responding is being able to process those emotions. You don't want to press them under, but you want to make sure that you're responding to a certain situation. Let's say you're a soccer player and you miss a 50-50 ball and they get behind you while reacting is putting your head down and uh, just lamenting that play and being upset about that and thinking that the coach is going to take you out. That's reacting. Responding and having a better recovery time is, well, I didn't win that play, but I'm going to hustle back and I'm going to get the the soccer ball back and I'm going to pass it to my teammates and we're going to go down the field and score. And so that's a much better response. And so in choosing our response, it could be a physical response like that. It could be a mental response as well. So, you know, some type of event happens, we react to it, but instead of reacting, we choose to respond to it the next time. And that's improving our recovery time. And it may just be the way we feel. You know, I'm not going to make every shot in this game, but I'm going to continue to give energy and effort and communicate with my teammates and be the best player I can be today and whatever that might be in this moment and also in future moments. And so the key in responding is being able to not just push those emotions aside or try to do that, but it's to process those, process what happened, and then be able to choose a better response. And so I want you to think about that and things that happen to you. It may be in sports, but it may be in business and life and other places of your life and in roles that you play. But are you reacting or are you responding? And responding versus reacting can improve your recovery time because then you're more fully present. You choose a better response and then you're able to uh, move forward and move forward in a positive and productive way. The second thing is to replace, not repress. Replace, not repress. And it goes hand in hand with what we talked about in responding. So, if you think about a beach ball, and we often we use this beach ball analogy when we're talking to teams and thinking about a beach ball in water, um, a lot of times if you press that beach ball underneath water, in fact, every time if you try to press it underneath water in a pool, it's just going to come back up. And with those five forces of fear, pressure, doubt, lack of confidence, and negative thoughts, if we just try to press or repress those underneath and say, don't think about it, don't think about it, they're just going to come back up because they have nowhere to go and we're not processing those thoughts. But if we replace them instead of trying to press them under, 
then we can work to improve our recovery time. What are we replacing those thoughts with? How do I get rid of that negative thought and what do I replace it with? Well, that's where we work with our athletes to come up with what we call an activating phrase. And it's a two to three word phrase that activates or triggers for you something physical. So for instance, we've worked a lot of pro baseball players and even with their swing instructors, their hitting instructors, um, keeping their weight back is really important. And there may be four or five things that they do to hit a baseball, but simplifying that process when you're you know, on game day is really important. So stay back is a good physical thought, but it's also a good mental thought. And it's an example of a two to three word activating phrase. If I'm thinking about stay back, I'm not worrying about what the pitcher's doing or what the fans are doing or the catcher's doing behind me. I'm just focused on staying back mentally and physically. And that's the one activating phrase that I'm focused on. And this works because there's a thing called the law of recency. And it says that whatever you're thinking about three to 12 seconds before you do something is going to impact your performance. So in that pre-bat routine or that pre-shot routine in basketball or golf or some other sport, if you're focused on that activating phrase, it's going to drown out and replace those negative thoughts that are trying so hard to distract you from performing at your best and achieving that goal in the moment. I've been working with a lot of field goal kickers recently at the college and professional level, and it's really key key in their pre-kick routine that they, one, take a deep breath, count off their steps, but they're thinking about trusting their kick and using activating phrases that will help them in focusing just on that and not on the rush that's getting ready to come and try to block that kick. And so developing that activating phrase is really important. And I like verb object, you know, like stay back or be aggressive or trust my shot. Those are all good examples of activating phrases. But you've got to think about, you know, in your particular sport, um, what's going to be the phrase for you? Because we've used a lot of phrases for a lot of different athletes. But if you don't own that, it may work for one athlete, but it doesn't work for you, then it's not going to be something that you embrace. So developing that activating phrase is really important. And you're replacing that negative thought or thought of fear, doubt, whatever it might be with an activating phrase that will help you in responding in that moment. So replacing that fear and doubt with trust and belief is really important. And that activating phrase can actually help you in that moment. So again, we don't want to get caught in downward spirals of bad performance or not being present in our lives. There are too many people that are counting on you. You're wanting to create moments that matter. You're wanting to make a difference with your life. And we can't just be holding our heads down and getting caught into this negative downward spiral all the time. We've got to work on improving our recovery time because things will happen. Bad things may happen in our lives and trouble will happen in this world. We, we live in a broken and imperfect world with imperfect people. But if we can focus on choosing our response and replacing you know, those negative thoughts with positive and productive thoughts, then we're going to be in a much better position to be present, to give our best, and to make an impact with our lives. So think about that this week. And again, it's a process and it's not a 
quantitative metric. It's a, it's a huge metric for me when I'm working with my athletes to make sure they understand the concept of recovery time, but it's more of a qualitative thing. We talk about how did it feel? How did your recovery time feel? Were you back in, you know, playing shot to shot versus thinking about past shots, those types of things. So it's a process, but it's something that can help you continue to focus on being present, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally and spiritually as well. And it's going to give you the best opportunity to make the most of the moments in your life. Mm-hmm.